Be sure to tune in to Tamina Talks Immigration with Tamina Watson this and every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Immigration attorney Tamina Watson founded Watson Immigration Law here in Seattle and is a frequent speaker, author, and blogger who has appeared in Forbes, CNN, The Seattle Times, and much more. On her radio show, Tamina will take all your questions live on air. Plus, she will discuss and provide insight into the latest immigration news and issues as well as talk with notable personalities who have impacted U.S. immigration law or our notable immigrants themselves. Check out Tamina Talks Immigration Tuesdays at 10 a.m. on Daisy 1250 a.m., radio that listens to you. Good morning, Seattle. This is Tamina Watson on Daisy 1250 a.m. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Uh, this is Tamina Talks Immigration. The next half an hour will be about immigration and all sorts of issues related to immigration. So thank you if you've just joined us. You have tuned in at Desi 1250 a.m. on your radio. If you are hoping to join us on Facebook, I'm really sorry, but our guest is actually going to call in today. So we're not going to be uh, live on Facebook this morning. Um but if you have questions or comments, you're very welcome to email us at contact at desi1250am.com. Uh, and you can also phone us at 844-301-1250. That's 844-301-1250. We do have a couple of giveaways. Um, so if you want to make sure that number is handy, it's 844-301-1250. And if you want to make sure that you don't miss out on the giveaway, please make sure you keep it eye out on the Facebook page of Tamina Talks Immigration Radio Show, Tamina Talks Immigration Radio Show on Facebook. You know, we talked about DACA last week, and I have a few updates on DACA clinics. And just to remind you, for those of you who may not know what DACA is, it's a deferred action for childhood arrival. Uh, the program set by President Obama in 2012 that allowed um, children brought to the U.S. Uh, um, as undocumented or who uh, eventually became uh, undocumented for them to have status President Obama issued the DACA policy and that would allow somebody to get a work permit who could work legally in the United States. Unfortunately the current president has set to rescind the policy and that will end on March uh, 5th 2018 but anybody who has a uh, DACA work permit right this moment, and it will uh, expire between now and March 5th, will be allowed to renew the uh, employment authorization. But the renewal must happen by October 5th. October 5th, okay? And because of the urgency of the situation, various nonprofits around the state and our community uh, has stepped up, have stepped up, and there are uh, events. And I'm going to list you the events that are coming up. Uh, and I want you to make sure that you go to the Northwest Immigrants Rights Project website to get more information. Uh, September 20th, that's tomorrow at 4 p.m., there's going to be a clinic in Tacoma. Go to the web, web website to get that information. The Inter-Community Peace and Justice Organization is going to be holding a clinic tomorrow, uh, sorry, on the 22nd at Everett Community College between 6 p.m. and 9 p.m. 
And then the Office of Immigrant and Refugee Affairs is going to have a large event on September 24th at 10 a.m. at the South Seattle Georgetown College. Now, make sure you go to the Office of Immigrant and Refugee Affairs webpage to get more information about that. And then on September 25th, um, the Northwest Immigrants' Rights Project is going to have an event in Pasco uh, in eastern Washington at 5.30 p.m. Now, you may recall that I am a member of the Washington chapter of American Immigration Lawyers Association, and I have been actively helping in recruiting lawyers for these events. So I know these events will have a lot of um, qualified experts to help answer questions. If you are somebody who needs advice on DACA-related issues or need help with renewal, please make sure you attend at least one of these events and go to the Northwest Immigrants' Rights Project website. There is a community calendar where events are being posted. The um, events are for DACA-specific issues up until October 5th, so make sure you check those out. Um, On fun news, um, you may recall that I am an avid supporter of the movie For Here or To Go, And you may recall that I have interviewed the producer and the screenwriter. The movie will be um, screened in Seattle again at the landmark um, theater in Shoreline uh, between September 22nd, that's coming up this Friday, and uh, September 29th, which is the following Friday. And uh, I have the distinct honor of giving away many tickets. Um, If you are able to make sure you contact us at Desi 12.50 a.m., calling the number at 844-301-1250, or make sure you message me at the Facebook page of Tamina Talks Immigration, and there will be some opportunity to interact with us. You will be able to win a ticket uh, on this. If you've just tuned in, this is Tamina Talks Immigration um, on Desi 12.50 a.m. Thank you so much for joining us. And one more announcement. Uh, You may recall that uh, a couple of weeks ago, um, uh, dear friend Katrina G had called into the show to talk about Culture Shakti's Rajasthani Caravan uh, dance shows. And the next one is going to be coming up on October 21st. So make sure you mark your calendars for that date of truly authentic and wonderful uh, dancing and music. So don't miss that. It will be at the Key Arena and I believe the show is even free. So make sure you go to Culture Shakti's website to find out more information. So we do have a wonderful, wonderful guest today, and I cannot wait to speak with her and have you listen to all that she has to share. Uh, If you've just tuned in, this is Tamina Talks Immigration, ready to talk about our guest who will be on the phone in just one moment. Today's guest is a notable immigrant, but also a notable person making a huge impact on immigrant lives in Seattle and around the country. Her name is Rita Meher. If you don't know her already, you will know her now, but I'm sure you know about her at least. Rita Meher has elevated South Asian cultural issues throughout Tasvir's, uh, through Tasvir's Seattle South Asian Film Festival, which is set to launch on October 6th. As a filmmaker and one of the founders of Tasfir for more than 15 years, Rita Meher works to strengthen communities and dispel negative perceptions of South Asians by curating thought-provoking events in a post-9-11 world. Through Tasfir, she brings greater understanding on commonly misunderstood issues in South Asian countries, creates a strong platform for marginalized voices, and sparks dialogue on taboo issues among local South Asian communities. 
Tasvir's mis- mission is to inspire social change through fo- thought-provoking South Asian films, art and storytelling. And before diving full-time into Tasvir in 2012, she worked as a freelance video producer and editor in various local television stations. And me- me- edited, Rita has edited the award-winning Bangladeshi documentary, documentary Threads and made her first short film, Citizenship 101, based on her own immigrant experience. She was named Seattle Globalist of the Year in 2015 and a rising star by Northwest Asian Weekly. Meher was born and brought up in India and lived in Japan for four years. She's fluent in Hindi, Odia and Japanese. Rita, are you there? Hi, Kamina. Hi, Rita. Thank you so much for joining us. My goodness, you have done so much and I'm pretty sure you'll have to come on the show again so we can talk more about stuff. You know, um, you are an exemplary exemplary immigrant and an exemplary citizen. Tell us a little bit about your immigration story. First of all, thank you for having me on the show. It's my honor to be on your show. We have heard so much about you and really proud of you. Um, uh, Yes. Thank uh, you. Let me tell you. you. (laughs) Let me tell you about my journey, how all this came about. Uh, I usually... I, when I talk about myself, I always tell everyone that I'm an accidental <laughs> community leader. I never came to this country to thinking, yes, I will start this uh, organization that would bring the community together. But uh, this is now my dream, my passion. Uh, when I first uh, came here in uh, 1998 uh, and... Um, I was here for three years, and I was really at the crossroads wondering what to do with my life. I had a little uh, midlife crisis because I had just moved from Japan, and I was looking for work in uh, Japanese-related career or industry. And I was here for three years, and uh, 9-11 happened. And uh, I was uh, trying to uh, find my career path. I was uh, trying to enter uh, computers at that time. And uh, I was walking down the street that one morning, uh, right after 9-11, and I I got yelled at, uh, saying, go back to your late country. At that particular moment, kind of really changed me. It was very uh, a shocking moment for me, and that uh, made me think uh, who I was, what what I was doing here, what was the purpose of my life, and all that. Uh, and that set me on the journey to kind of uh, one to find myself and to do something for the people who might also be going through similar uh, uh, questions or dilemma or um, situation. So I wanted to meet others and bring people together under one roof. Unfortunately, I I had just met my best friend Farah Nusheen then, and uh, she suggested, why don't we do it through film? And that's a great tool that like it could reach a lot of people instantly and uh, 
you can always stop me if I <laughs> just talking. <laughs> so um, I so I picked up my camera and uh, made a film on my uh, story and uh, wanted to uh, show it to people and engage the community and uh, th- that set the path for creating Tasveer. And this was soon after 9-11. And I remember one of your earlier um, events. I mean, I had just moved to the U.S. at the time. And it was so moving. And especially for me, when I just moved, you know, meeting a lot of people, it definitely brought the community together. So you that happened. But tell us a little about the, the immigration story then. When did you become a citizen? I had just become a citizen in two uh, thousand. One right before uh, 9-11 had happened. In the good old days. Yes, yes, (laughs) back in those days. And that's why it was even more emotional for me when I got uh, 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 yelled at that racial slur Mm -hmm. uh, back then. And because I was, uh, all my life I had moved around. Every few years I would, move around uh, in my home country, India, then I moved to Japan, and uh, then I have moved to Seattle. So th- I was thinking, this is where I'm going to make my roots and my home here. And uh, and I had just become a U.S. citizen, so I was really flying high with my emotions mm-hmm. and everything. And then I, when I got yelled at, it really shook me. Uh, to the core. Well, you know, yeah. you channeled your energy in such a way that now this organization is almost like a, a, an entity of its own with your backing. And, you know, uh, you've uh, uh, f- got so many awards for doing this. Tell us how, <laughs> what kind of events came out, because now you have a lot of different events under Tasfir. Initially, we started, uh, uh, my friend Farah Nusheen and I, we thought we would just show bring a film on a subject matter that really concerns us and we will engage the community. So we first brought a film on a women's topic, um, uh, uh, a Muslim woman's perspective called Nazra. Actually, she had made that film. And Mm -hmm. uh, we also brought other films uh, on Muslim women's Mm -hmm. perspective. So we would really search hard to bring those films to Seattle and we did one film at a time. We would uh, set up a screening and we will invite all our friends and community members to come and uh, discuss the film. And that w- one film at a time led to our f- uh, first South Asian Film Festival uh, that we started in 2004. It was called Independent South Asian Film Festival. And uh, after we, it was a very good response of uh, a lot of people came to it. It was all social justice and human rights-driven films that we showed. Um, uh, during the festival, we felt there were we were still not focusing enough on women's uh, issues and other topics. So we started uh, a festival called Aina, and that's uh, all about women's uh, uh, issues or topics, uh, women-centric. And that was uh, that started in 2006. During that festival, we also decided to do uh, South Asian adaptation of the vagina monologues called Yoni Kibat, and um, that was <laughs> that was really new for our community. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a uh, 
a lot of um, uh, pushback mm-hmm. to for that program, and uh, people weren't happy in the beginning mm-hmm. <laughs> because we were doing that. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, um, but we continued to uh, do that, and we what also do. What year was that? The Yoniki Bad. Uh, it was 2006. Yeah, I remember. And, you know, it's going strong. I mean, if anything, people uh, look forward to this particular event every year now. And, you know, maybe our listeners don't all know, but your performers for Yoni Kibat are our friends and family and the community who are sharing their stories, who are not necessarily yes. people who are on stage regularly, but whose performances will blow you away because they are so incredibly uh, professional and powerful. Would you say that? Yes, yes. It's it's very, very powerful, bold, and authentic stories. And we are very proud to say that we are the only organization in this country that has been doing continuously for 12 years. Yeah. This will be our 13th year in 2018. And all the stories are from within the community, told by low uh, a local uh, by themselves the local south asian women it's not brought in from outside or told mm-hmm. anonymously so we are very proud of that um and we also have programs like community speaks where uh the community comes together we provide a safe space for the community to discuss on uh any wide range of issues, mental health, depression, mm-hmm. um, racism, all in a safe space, which doesn't go out of that uh, space. And we provide uh, uh, support for each other. Uh, that has been going really well. The community really looks forward to that festival every spring. Mm-hmm. And uh, we also do uh, monthly events. Uh, uh, film screenings also for uh, for Tasveer we are a big advocate of uh, South Asian LGBTQ community and we were the first one to dedicate the whole film festival to LGBTQ team in 2008 when we did that and it wasn't done nobody was showing South Asian LGBTQ themed films mm-hmm. or putting focus or spotlight on them. Yeah. So now uh, 25, almost 20 to 25% of our, all our, of all our films are uh, dedicated to LGBTQ themes wow. from the Wow. You really are paving the way and you have done that already for the community to actually have a voice. And you mentioned it's the 13th year of uh, the Seattle South Asian Film Festival. When does it begin? Oh, it's actually 12th year for the film festival. Okay, 12th year. Uh, It will begin October 6th. Uh, go through 15th, October 15th. And then um, what are the themes and the highlights of this year? Our focus country uh, this year is Nepal and uh, we are bringing uh, a few uh, really uh, great films. Uh, What happens is when you say the country Nepal, usually the image that comes to your mind is about mountains Mm -hmm. or mountain films or uh, films on mountain. But uh, what we do when we put focus on any of the South Asian countries, we really uh, dig 
deep and we go into that country really search and bring out films on uh, a wide range of topics so we have films on education we have films on reproductive justice we have films on earthquake with the earthquake that happened in 2015 mm. and the update on the country and we are bringing a nepali filmmaker suburna tapa uh, who would provide a master class workshop um, so we are putting uh, a big focus on nepal and really excited to bring the diversity within that culture uh, to the forefront. Fantastic. And, um, Fantastic. Yeah. Well, thank you. Well, you know, I have to, I <laughs> haven't mentioned this to anybody, but you are, uh, give, you have given me the honor of co-partnering with you on the immigration movies that you're bringing. Uh, so thank you so, yes. so very much. I really am very proud to be part of this. So on October 14th, uh, you are going to be showing several immigration-related movies, particularly the the one that's called From the Land of Gandhi, uh, which is a, a critically acclaimed movie about the backlog of uh, high-skilled immigrants in this country, which is a, a, a big problem. And anybody who's listening who's gone through the immigration system will know about it. So thank you so much for letting me uh, be part of this. And lis- listeners, viewers, make sure that you um, tune into uh, the show show um, in the coming days as well as making sure that you make um, uh, look at our Facebook page we will be doing some giveaways coming up so make sure you don't miss out on those October 14th and is that a 1 1:30 p.m. Yes that's correct at Carco Theater in Renton and we have four great films um, from the land of Gandhi Himalayan refugee and code switch made by a Seattle native um, from here Fantastic. And Five O'Clock Shadow. Fantastic, fantastic. Thank you for continuously bringing movies that (laughs) really speak to everybody. And listeners may not know this, but uh, I am such a fan of For Hero To Go. And I had heard about it a lot, but I hadn't seen it until you had brought it over to Seattle. So thank you Mm -hmm. so much for being the catalyst to some of the advocacy that I am able to do. Now, you know, people are busy and not everybody can go to everything. Uh, If there was one night that you would ask people to show up to the festival which would be your preference by default it would always be the opening night to kick off the festival mm-hmm. with, the, uh, with red carpet fun food and the best film of the festival so uh, which is visually machine i would highly recommend for everyone to come out and to see that film and the film director Naveen Awal would be here all the way from Kathmandu. Wow. Uh, so okay. please come to that. So that yeah. is um, October 6th. What time and where? The red carpet, the door opens at 6 o'clock and we have uh, wine and appetizers at uh, downtown Seattle Art Museum. Fantastic. Well, you know, um, I could just talk with you so much because you are just, uh, you're so humble, yet so powerful in all the things that you have done in bringing the community together, advocating, you know, um, our listeners know that you were part of the organized event uh, in in Bellevue when uh, an immigrant was uh, shot and killed in Kansas City. And I had the honor of speaking there, but you were one of the organizers. So thank you for continuously leading all of us 
us in in all awesome. sorts of community events, whether it's immigration or diversity, of course, films and art and Yoniki Bath. You are totally amazing. 20 <laughs> seconds for last words from you. I just want to thank you, Tamina, all the work you have been doing and giving me this opportunity to come on your show. I would continue to work with you and every community member out there. It cannot be, our work cannot be done without the support of our community members. Wonderful. Well, thank you. Those are powerful last words. Listeners, if you want to join in on the advocacy of everything that Rita's doing, please make sure you tune in to Desi 1250, go to the film festival. Rita, thank you so much for being here today. I will look forward to seeing you soon bye-bye and then thank listeners this bye. was that was rita meher for executive director of tasfir thank you so much for joining us today uh we will be here bright and early in the coming weeks make sure you keep an eye out on our facebook page for news and information related to the show as well as the community important information coming soon take care bye-bye